Hi folks, welcome back to another episode of Relo Podcast. My name is Connor McCann and joining me as always is... Lee Maxwell. And unfortunately no Nigel Lamont this time because we are in the land of the free as we said in the last podcast. And the home of the brave. Indeed. So uh, while Nigel is not joining us this week, we have some very special guests on in the form of the Koziaks. I hope I pronounced that right, did I? Yep, you got it right. There you go. Ian and Leah. So you guys... uh, big part of the american car scene over dub here dub royalty dub I may royalty add. indeed yes i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> and also very kind to put us up for a few days while we're here certainly our so, pleasure uh you're both long time long time listeners and volkswagen fanatics so of course long time well, listener first time guest is it <laughs> hopefully not the last it means i'll be back here um yes so you guys after we've done Euro Tripper, we, as we'll talk about later, we recorded with the People's Car podcast and we left Fort Myers, come up to Jacksonville to see you guys and it has been quite fun. You guys are like ourselves and have no shortage of cars. So No, no. not at all. You have a bit more variety of your cars though, I have to say. Well, yeah. Lee and I are exclusively Volkswagen with the exception of one Vauxhall. Yeah. You guys are Volkswagens, Audis, BMWs. You have an Infinity, which we don't talk about. Mercedes. No. Yep. <laughs> Taking all the boxes. <laughs> got uh, some American stuff in there too. That's right. Yeah. 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 So what do you got there in that so, stable? Um, uh, Buick Grand National, which is Leah's dad's old car. So that's more her car than it is mine. So uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, Turbo V6 those are? Turbo V6. Doesn't run at the moment, but it's a project to be uh, get done and enjoy. Eventually. I love them. They're... They, <laughs> They look so evil. It's mm-hmm. the whole and were they all black? Yeah, all all Grand Nationals were black. Yeah, because um, I've only ever seen them in black, obviously mm-hmm. for that reason. Then, but they just have that real mean look about them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they all the trim is black. They blacked everything out on those. So I always thought it was very funny too, because like back when those released those eighties cars, so like everything was like your V eights and things like that, and then they come along with this like turbo V six, mm-hmm. which is probably considered like a small engine here. Yeah. More. I think it's I think they're three point six if I correct mm-hmm. if I which isn't overly large <laughs> capacity ever yeah yeah um, is, but so. they're cool I've seen a lot of them drag racing on YouTube and the likes of that they, mm-hmm. they can shift they go well oh yeah for sure for uh, sure I assume they're automatic are they yeah all yeah. of them are automatic um, no manual option for that so uh, yeah no I'm a big fan of those and I know you guys have plans for it so it'll be nice mm-hmm. to see it done yeah one day maybe next time you're back next year. <laughs> next year we're, we're coming back in may but not to florida <laughs> um yeah so other cars you guys have leah's uh mark four mm-hmm. well you guys refer to as the 20th would be yeah the anniversary for us mm-hmm. is a jazz blue which those like around about well I suppose in their 30s upwards probably would remember in the volkswagen scene like you've had that car how long Leah? um she's had that since uh well, how long she had it? Oh, jeez. Uh, that's making me do math. Must be 14 years, is at it? At least. I'd say at least 14, maybe yeah. 15 years. Um, but I think the way most people remember it, it probably was done about 11 or 12 years ago, 12, 12 plus years ago, it's with the 24-valve swap and Shave Bay and pink RSs and all that stuff. The Jazz Blue, the pink RSs, yeah. yeah. We actually had a copycat of your car in Northern Ireland. So one of our listeners, and I know I hear this, is Clark. And I think it was Clark's second car was the Jazz Blue yeah. 20 valve turbo Mark IV. And he had pink centered LMs on it. And I remember seeing it and thinking, I know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 
I would say there's a lot of people listening will actually remember that car as well. And it's funny because we talked about this like a few days ago where that car is like a complete time warp where mm-hmm. it hasn't changed from that when it was done like 12 years ago, but it still holds up really well, which I think is a testament to you guys too because like classy modifications and then what Leah, you said about like with your like interior design, was it that you picked the colors that match together? And while I wouldn't have thought jazz blue and pink was a, a combination that works, it actually really does work when you see mm-hmm. it, which is why I don't do interior design. <laughs> yeah, so that's a really nice car. And even like I've idolized that car for a long time. And we were out in the cards yesterday and you showed me the, mm-hmm. the headlights, the little star. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I've never seen that before then. Yeah, the little stars and the, the obligatory joy mod. Yes. <laughs> oh, naturally. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what else you guys got? You've got yourself a, an M5. Yep. So I've got an E39 M5, um, which is more or less my dream car. So That's beautiful. Um, accomplished right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, we got a 83 E21 3 Series. So over here it's a 320. I think over um, over there they got the 323, which yes, is more that common. Yes, right, yeah. Um, which is a six-cylinder. Mine's the four-cylinder. Um, then... Uh, Let's see. So we covered the GTI, covered the M5, the the E21. Um, you have an old my Leah. She has a an old 124 E3, E300 uh, Mercedes, which is a project put on hold. <laughs> we we know the feeling with those. Yeah, um, I feel very bad that Leah doesn't have a microphone here. By the way, <laughs> and then O4S4, which is a current project because the motor blew up. Mm-hmm. It was not timing chains. It was something else. Oh. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, time and change. As you the, know, as you know, we're working on getting the motor ready to put back into that thing. Um, the 86 Grand National, 86 um, Chevy Suburban, um, which that one was a little bit of a project of your dad's as well. Has a 396 Blueprint motor in it, um, somewhere around 500 horsepower, or something like that. Just not a lot for something that big, but it's still cool. Yeah, it's and not it, what you expected, too, nothing, which, yeah. is, which is nice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so like you're talking about the E21. Mm-hmm. There's quite a nice story behind that because that car has been your family for what forty years almost. Yeah, as you and I were talking, it's it's been almost forty years now, or is almost yeah forty years. In I think uh, this this year, 2022, because uh, my dad bought that in '82, um, and uh, if I remember the story correctly, they were essentially traveling and. Um, had issues with uh i think it was a scirocco at the time mm-hmm. so volkswagen from the oh, beginning typical yeah and uh they needed a new car so they bought this car in 82 is an 83 model and um my dad owned it ever since and i was lucky enough to acquire it when he was ready to to pass it along to one of his children so i've got it and um my goal with that was always i, I want to make it cool and i want to enjoy the car because uh, you know the e21 was kind of a a redheaded stepchild of the BMW group. That was the same back home. Like everybody was after an E30, <laughs> but E21s weren't really a thing. Yeah. And even I remember the first one that I seen was, do you remember Ian from Lurgan Lee had the red one? It was like, almost like Mars red. You were getting a Mark 1 Golf. Mm-hmm. And it was lowered on RSs. And it was the first one I'd ever really seen. I kind of was like, what's that weird 3 Series? And then when I got to know what it was, it was like, that's really cool. Like the shark nose front end. Mm-hmm. And then... They never really got popular, and I think when he bought that, it wasn't overly expensive simply because no one wanted them because everybody was after an E30 to 
like do donuts run a cone yeah right essentially yeah <laughs> yeah they, they never i mean not until recently uh, i'd say recently as in like the last five plus years have they've gained more notoriety and i mean i don't I have no interest in selling any of my cars, so I never keep up with how much they actually cost. Sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just try to gain more. Um, but uh, there's not much of an aftermarket support for it until more recently. There's been more support. But, yeah, my goal was always just kind of make it kind of cool. But I also wanted anything I did to the car to be reversible. Yeah. I don't really ever have any intentions of being able to reverse it, but in my head, just being that kind of like uh you're not bastardizing this essentially yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'd like to just make sure that i don't do something that i regret to it just because of the sentimental value it has oh yeah so everything i've done to it thus far is 100 percent reversible so you've coilovers on it yeah um, rs's set a custom set of coilovers that me and a, and a friend built um and then 16 inch rs's um it's got the is interior with the original recaros on it um it's got european bumpers it's more or less, I mean, other than some small things here and there, that's more or less the main things about it. I actually it. didn't even realize it had the European bumpers on yeah. it. Yeah, but it, I suppose it makes sense because they're not huge. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're, you know, a great alternative to the U.S. diving boards that you get. Yeah. I still have, <laughs> however, which are up in the attic. Because you don't I will never anyway. put them back on, but I have the option if oh, I yeah. ever wanted to. <laughs> no, that's cool. I like that. That's kind of like us because we, we don't plan never selling anything in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, will destroy any car i get my hands on like i'll always like modify it and then sometimes i do things and then think to myself will i regret this and then i'm like oh well just give it a go and see i would like to mention at this point that connor got a new shirt at euro tripper so shout out to john from Volkscrack. Yep. he has some fun shirts with like funny slogans and stuff on them you guys seen them mm-hmm. humor, yeah. oh, and I of saw course the I ruined and the one Breeze. he was wearing today was i ruined volkswagen oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing it definitely sums me up totally um yeah so your m5 then as well and sticking with the bmws mm-hmm. it's uh mostly stock but like a bit like the e21 a few nice choice modifications Do you want to talk through it yeah yeah it's uh like you said mostly stock it's um basic stuff coilovers it's got some h&r coilovers on it um has a set of bps bbs gts on it not rs gts oh for those I didn't that are know this. confusing because everyone thinks that gts are rs gts they are not that was me yeah um bbs gts which uh were actually purchased for my s4 and they were on my s4 for a while um i'm sorry our s4 <laughs> my s4 <laughs> you want to chime in on that earlier <clears throat> <laughs> And um, so they were on there for a while. They were um, S-Class Mercedes fitment. And um, then I had them re, um, re-lipped and refinished and re-drilled to fit on the M5. So those are now on the M5. Um, and then uh, other than that, really small stuff. It's got a super sprint exhaust, um, but nothing nothing else too major. Just sounds good. Drives it, nice. Yeah, you took us out for dinner yeah. last night. It, it does sound good. I can yeah. confirm that. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just an overall just an enjoyable car to drive and it's it's smooth it's nothing crazy fast but you know it it gets out of its own way and it's a car like i was telling you earlier it's just it was always a dream car of mine ever since i was in 03 which i was in high school at that time and uh there was just a car that i i lusted after and i don't know if you remember um you remember ever the bmw films i do yeah so with clive owen yep like sliding that thing around with madonna in the back i was always like oh my gosh that is so cool <laughs> and uh i want that one day and i ended up getting 
that exact car. It was the silver with the extended Napa leather option interior, which I, I didn't even care what color it was. I just wanted one, uh-huh. and that one kind of fell into my lap. So they're to me they're the last good looking five series. The especially the sixty afterwards is like regular listeners will know I have no love for whatsoever. They look a bit like an oil at the front, where it's like the indicators look like the oil's like eyebrows, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty rare looking. Where the E39, like, it doesn't look like a 25-year-old design whatsoever. It stood the test of time really, really well. Yeah, it looks really good. It's just a really clean, timeless, mm-hmm. like you said. So, yeah, they kind of took a departure after that and... and yeah. Taking and, another and, departure. They've continued again. to take several departures since with grills. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the GTs themselves on paper, or if you've seen the wheels off of a car, they look quite flashy and you kind of think on the M5, they might not suit it or they look like they stand out, but to me, they actually look like they should have came on the car. And I don't know if it's like the choice of finish, like the brushed and the smoked powder coat or what, or, but they just look like they suit the car perfectly. Like if that's what BMW should have put out on that car. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, they're. I didn't want anything super flashy, just so like, like you said, just the brushed. I have a like brush with polished face or polished inserts with brushed faces, um, and I, I, I agree. I think they just kind of look classy. They don't look. You kind of have to do a second take just may even see if they're like not a wheel that was originally equipped on the car. You know? Yeah. So, so you're saying they were S class fitment? Would they have been on an S class from factory, or was someone buy them for an S class? I think someone bought them for an S class. Mm-hmm. Um, I found them on eBay Germany. Um, Jeez, back when we bought the S4, um, I remember searching. Someone sent me the link, and we were we were shopping at like Sephora, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Leah, these are the wheels, and she's like, Okay, let's get them. <laughs> and um, I think this is why we get on as a friend group here because that's pretty much how Leah and I do things too. Yeah, and um, and I, I bought these things. It was it was one of those, um, you know, kind of. I hope this deal goes through properly because it was a. Uh, I had no. No real security with making this purchase. It was a it was a transfer and five thousand miles away in know, Germany. <laughs> exactly, and these things showed up and uh, they looked like they were falling out of the boxes. And I was really oh nice, really concerned that they were going to be uh, completely damaged. And they looked like they had never been mounted on a car at all. Oh. Like they had tires on them, but if you looked at the mounting pads on them, it looked like they were almost just used as like demo wheels or something because they they didn't look like they had been mounted. I don't know if they were or not. But um, they were, they were actually a little too um, too high, high, low of an offset. Uh huh. So they sat out too far. Yeah, they sat out too far. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, actually, I had a machinist friend mill them down down just a hair, so they would fit underneath the S four arches without having to do any type of crazy camber or anything. I think I remember seeing them on the S four back in the day, like probably on Facebook or Instagram or something thinking, God, that looks so, so good. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of the way that you could put them on any car, I imagine. And they will look fantastic. Yeah, I think so. I think they're just, they're like RSs. I mean, granted RSs are a lot more popular, but they're just a timeless, mm-hmm. timeless wheel. Yeah. And like Lee's not a huge RS fan. Um, I would be more so, but like, RSs work on everything, but they're also like overdone on everything. So while it works with the fine exception of your car, Leah, because they're hot pink, um, <laughs> you know, RSs are like kind of like the safe bet. Your S4 then, obviously you've had uh, some engine bother with it, as we alluded to earlier. Yeah, yeah. It decided to self-destruct. 
Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what happened. Um, I was having some trouble with it. I didn't have time to deal with it, so I took it up to a friend's shop, had him um, sort some things out, and then um, got it back from him, and I did some other stuff on it. And on one of my drives, it just decided to let go of all its oil and coolant on the all over the road. Um, wasn't a timing chain failure, um, which is common on mm-hmm. those four twos. Um, so I don't know exactly what happened yet. I just know that the motor is toast. So didn't even bother doing anything but buying a new motor. And oh, yeah. There we are. No point worrying about it. <laughs> I actually remember when that happened. I think you were still on possibly on the side of the road when it happened. And Leo, you sent me a video of it. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously, like, it's your daily. So you're like, what, what I, despite having all of the cars. Right. There's only so much you can drive as well. So, yeah. Like, one, what do you drive to? Is this expensive? What does it need? You know, that kind of thing. It's also a fantastic daily. Nagaro Blue S4 Avant just sits so well. Yeah. I mean, as we were talking earlier, sorry to cut you off there. Yeah, you could. Nagaro on Nagaro Alcantara interior, six-speed Avant. So it's kind of like the uh, the one that I feel like you... You look would, after you look for you know yeah. that's like yeah, the one, you, look the one for. you want <laughs> yeah well how many did you say was imported into the states i don't know if this is the exact number but i heard a number that there were 33 imported at that year oh four and um i knew like when i was looking for that car that's what i wanted it wasn't <laughs> like the m5 where it's like i didn't care i just wanted one that car i wanted the blue on blue six speed avant i wasn't gonna be happy with anything less um so i like had to search for that car yeah, and as you said, like when you think of the size of the United States, that's less than one car per state. Yeah, less know. than one car per state, and then factor out, you know, northeastern states, which I didn't want a northeastern car, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't want one that was heavily modified or high mileage. So it's in cuts the know, pull down, yeah, cuts the pull down of ones you already can't find to even less that you can't find. And the wheels you have on it's the Audi Peelers, which yeah, are um, they're B eight. The um, the B eight wheels are just peelers, just nothing crazy which are a weird wheel because they're that kind of wheel that suits everything mm-hmm. i don't know what the style it's like audi rotors are the same yeah but like that those wheels are what like probably that design of wheels probably 10 12 years younger than your car mm-hmm. but they look like they should have came on that car yeah they, i think weird. they look really good for the car and they're mm-hmm. like you know just a a good oem plus type option for mm-hmm. it so you have the new motor got it's uh i'll congratulate you on allowing me to work on cars on my holidays which was of course quite fun thank you for your assistance (laughs) you know um yeah got the new motor um i purchased a few months ago and it just been sitting on a stand in the garage until i've had time to actually go through it just doing a basic refresh on it reseal it and fix the things that are common valve stem seals timing chains tensioners time and the correct tools to work on it yes time and the (laughs) correct tools um as I've, it took me three tries to get the correct tool just to remove the cylinder heads. Yeah, I actually feel sorry for any like European car enthusiasts over here because obviously everything's in what we would call imperial or you guys call standard. Mm-hmm. And like trying to get tools that are like common for us seems to be quite difficult. And it's the same back home. Not that it's difficult for you; you can get them, but it's always a wait or trying to order them or you know they're not going to be on the shelf in the parts right. store. Right, most kind of the time. Thing. I mean, you can get metri- standard metric tools from you know any auto parts store or hardware store but if you need something a little bit more specific mm-hmm. um that is probably common for something like you and it's even relatively common in you know any type of european dealership or oh, service yeah. center but finding that tool on the shelf 
you know, at a hardware store or at an auto parts store, a little bit more difficult. So mm-hmm. you just order from Amazon and pray that the description is actually what it is. Which it turned out it was not. It was not three twice. times or twice. Yeah. <laughs> Third so time's a charm. That's it. Yeah. So the tool arrived today and we got to remove the heads. Yep. Remove the heads, clean the block, which I was very, very jealous of because they're an aluminium block and they clean up so well. Yeah, it looks practically brand new it now. It does, yeah. <laughs> and then as, uh, as I was explaining to you earlier, just I'm just so excited that when we pull the heads off, the motor looks like it's in good shape. There's nothing yep. alarming. No and, scores uh, on the board. Yeah, or no scoring on the cylinders or anything. So um, just from here, it's all taken apart. It's all broken down, started cleaning it. Hopefully just start uh, replacing seals and and refreshing it, putting it back together. And uh, I don't want to put a timeline on it, but hopefully get the, the motor back in the car maybe before summer. Nice. If it was the, the goal. So I can start driving that thing again because I miss it. It's been next month, I think, will be a year that it's been down. Oh, that doesn't yeah. seem like that long. Yeah, it doesn't. And then you start thinking about it and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. nope, I miss it. I think the whole COVID thing has done that where... You know, you think COVID's kind of been around almost two years now, but it doesn't seem that long. Yeah, time doesn't mean anything anymore. No, it doesn't. So it's okay. It hasn't been off the road a year. It's fine. Don't of worry course. about it. <laughs> in, in Lee's world, it means nothing. It's okay. Um, no, so it'll be nice to get that back in the road because you've sent me a few videos of that driving and it all sounds so, so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if, again, that's a car that's not, I mean, it's a pig. It's a big, heavy car. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily fast, but it just sounds so good. Yeah, I think it just looks so good. So. Well, it's a lot faster than what my Bora is, but yeah. I say the same thing. It's like it's heavy. It's not overly fast, but it just sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. And it's just got that nice drivability for a daily that, you know, it can get you out of a situation if you put the foot down the way you go kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, well, I was going to say it's not too hard to fuel, but nothing's hard to fuel over here, despite what you guys say. <laughs> no, we're a little bit luckier in that aspect. So... Yeah, and you did wish us all the best in checking out the Carolina squat trucks. Of course, yeah. And not I didn't see as many as I'd hoped. You know, when we you guys are here. Yeah, we've seen a, we've seen a couple. So for the guys back home, if you know the the felt spec reverse rack ass down stance, basically these guys are doing it with pickup trucks, and it's weirder than you imagine if you've never seen it. They got to do that, and then just cut all the mufflers off, so it's just straight pipe out of a. It, we we it did follow so, a guy so, like that. So bad sounding. <laughs> what it reminds me of is, you know, when you have a speedboat and you like well, get up I was on the say floor it, but you know what I mean. Go fast, and it like comes up out of the water. That's what it reminds me mm-hmm. of. Oh yeah. So I think it was Corey Sterling was telling me that is it in? Well, obviously that was the Carolina squad. It originated in Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, or one of the Carolinas, I should say. Um, that they're now trying to outlaw it, so they've got like bumper law like heights for bumper laws i think is that right Do yeah you know i think something it? like that I, I i've heard of that i don't know the the details but they have started to to like crack down on it mm-hmm. um to i mean I, I don't know what the bumper law height thing is but it's probably something to do with that or like mm-hmm. difference between the front and the rear or who knows yeah what. i think that's what Corey said because i was like yeah. how does that work and he says yeah it's like a percentage difference between the two mm-hmm. kind of thing but i think was it you were saying last night that it's weird because you imagine like trying to drive that and yeah. you're like lying all the way back and you'd be looking at the sky i don't yeah, understand how can you see anything you... that's right in front of you because they they lower the back right down and then actually raise the front to make it more extreme isn't that right yeah, yeah whereas felspec cars would be low at the front and lower at the back yeah this is like this low is at a, the back and yeah. really high at the front 
Yeah, it's definitely a, it's yeah, a strange exactly. setup. But it's interesting when you see it. It's like it's just a sight to behold. I mean, and what what does that do as far as like your uh, like oil supply for your motor and everything? I never actually you're thought such, that, yeah. such a mm. an extreme angle, like so. If you cost starvation or something, if your oil pump was at the front, yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. We can only hope that that's where they are. <laughs> <laughs> It'll stop this. Maybe shit. That's why I only see a couple of them around every once in a while, and then you don't see those same ones again. They're looking for new motors. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear so just when we were talking about availability of tools uh we took a little trip yesterday to harbor freight yes you guys were kind enough to bring us you guys were kind enough to bring us to all the random places that you guys go to like on a normal basis and we're, we're like, like can we go there really excited can we go to this can we You're go like, to target yeah sure if you, <laughs> if you want <laughs> so harbor freight uh rocks i just want to say that chinese tools cheap chinese win. tools but like stuff is like three dollars and i'm like what yeah it's disposable at that point yeah. oh you know if it makes it one one use then you've got your money out of exactly it. yeah that's the way i look at it and i think we were saying to you guys yesterday too like we don't have that availability on the shelf for like so many things like to mm-hmm. walk in and buy a spot welder off the shelf as you say like whether it's good or bad it's still there if it does a few uses happy days or even just to be out on display that mm-hmm. you can you know look at it pick it up see because we have screw screw fix at home is quite good for certain stuff but it's all behind the counter and you have to order it from the catalog or whatever yeah and just lift it like click and collect kind of thing but to have it all right there yeah it's awesome and and honestly i've never spent that much time in harbor freight because it's usually harbor freight for me is like i need this tool you need one specific item let me go get it yeah and get out of there we walked you guys up every aisle it was like yeah it was like (laughs) You know, shopping for groceries, essentially. Like you up and down every single aisle. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, I didn't even know we had all this stuff. <laughs> it, it was quite unnerving, too, because obviously we have only so much stuff we can bring back weight-wise for the suitcases. And the so the metal break wouldn't fit in your... No, but Lee was doing her best to buy things. So I did and, buy some stuff. You did, and every time I looked at you, you had more stuff, and I was like, oh, shit, how are we getting home? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. So what did you buy? What did I buy? I bought gloves because back home it's really difficult to get gloves. Well, you know, I'm going to say lady sizes, but just like small sizes. And uh, so I got some gloves and then I was looking at welding gloves, but they didn't have any small sizes in them, which was disappointing because there were some really nice, like really plush welding <laughs> gloves. And I really I didn't know those such a thing. <laughs> no, they were really nice. What else did I buy? fluorescent cable ties just because hilarious do you have this oh yeah i was like why are you buying cable ties we have loads of those homes but they're they're fluorescent (laughs) battery terminal cleaners um telescopic pickup tools the little spring pickup tools now before any of you start saying but lee you can get all that at home yes you can but it's not three (laughs) dollars yes it's true it might kill you when you're using it but it was cheap I didn't buy anything like structural. No. Like I know not to buy the axle stands. Yeah, we've heard enough about those. <laughs> Although you did say that they do a really good aluminum jack. Oh, I think the jacks are fantastic. I, I, I've had Craftsman jacks that have failed in less time than my Harbor Freight jacks have failed. Yeah, you said you bought things like not expecting them to last. Yeah. Like vibration polishers and things and they run for days and they yeah. still you still have them like 10 years later and they're still working. Yeah, I've, I've bought tools that 
I just, you know, either I was younger and I, I couldn't afford to buy a nicer tool or whatever it was, or I just needed it in a pinch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, if it gets me by, then then cool. I'll be happy with it. And, uh, and you know, here it is like 15 years later and I'm still using that same tool. May have patched it up a few times or whatever. I have an impact wrench, a pneumatic impact wrench that I just keeps going. It will not stop. Yeah. That's and I don't hard oil it. <laughs> yep. It's a bit like the old AK-47s. They're so, so crudely made. There's not enough parts to go wrong in them. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> the ring just works. Yeah, so guys, thank you very much for your time. Just before we wrap up, we said at the start we recorded at Eurotripper with the People's Car Podcast. So this is a bit of a collaboration with those guys. So we'll drop the interview in here now. Lee, do you want to do the adverts before we do it? Yeah. I'd like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Studio 10. Located in Ballymena, Northern Ireland, Robin specialises in vehicle detailing, paintwork correction and ceramic coatings. As well as being the only Vinci approved detailer based in Northern Ireland, they also offer an online training programme, Foundation Pro. This programme is designed for those who want to improve their current skill set to a much higher level or are considering starting their own valeting business. The course also features other benefits such as discount codes for various detailing companies and much more. To view all their detailing packages, training course, and obtain details on all the services they provide, visit their website. For daily detailing content and information, you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at Studio 10 Detailing. Yo, we are back. People's Car Podcast Part 2. I shouldn't say Part 2 because I don't know where this is going to land. But, uh, yeah, we don't know where it's going to We're, we're still at where, Danny? We're at Eurotripper. We're at Eurotripper. Fort Myers. Fort Temple Myers. Park. It's like 75, super Sunny. hot. Bacon. Yeah, but not it's complaining nice. about no, not complaining about the heat. Because we're in the middle of a bunch of Volkswagens and this shit is awesome. Yeah. So sitting right next to us is why don't you guys introduce yourself? This is the reload podcast. They don't need any introduction, but go ahead. I think you're begging us up too much there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Connor McCann and this is Whoa. I don't have you up. Oh, sorry. Now I do. I'm Lee sorry. Maxwell. And what's up guys? Yeah, not a whole lot. So we just you, thought we'd drop in. Yeah, you did. So you guys, um, you guys got here about a week ago. When did you get, When did you get here? So this is Saturday. We arrived on Tuesday, uh, yeah. Tuesday evening, kind of thing. After a ten-hour flight, ten-hour flight. And you were telling us earlier that this was that was not a good flight. It was not. It was <laughs> yeah, very bumpy. I uh, wanted off the plane. Like I don't mind flying, but like I was crawling the walls. I was like, get me <laughs> off this thing. Right. Um, I was watching films. Lee was Lee had like the countdown, and every time I looked over, I was like ten minutes in, and it was like one minute. Oh, dude, you right. can't have a countdown. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. literally That's brings brutal. anxiety up like <laughs> ten times. You know what I mean? So you're not a good flyer. You're saying I'm fine with flying. I'm not afraid. I just don't like being cooped up. Like I, I feel like I want to get up and move around. And what's yeah, the longest like flight you think is should like what like is a two hour flight okay with you? Yeah, it'd be fine. F- even five hours, but five hours kind of starts pushing it. Yeah. That's a long flight. Five is brutal. And um, you got. I mean, you guys kind of fly quite a bit, like more so than we do. From what we were talking about last night, you guys are on planes a lot. I feel like a lot more than we are. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah. But why would you leave this beautiful country? You've got everything you want. Volkswagen's yeah, guns. What more? That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's some guns in some of these Volkswagens. I've been thinking <laughs> it's that. Florida, so yeah, I'm sure. You're walking around right now strapped. <laughs> yeah, I've been kind of worried about cutting anyone up on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> true. We saw almost two accidents right in front of us, just from being here for a day and a half we've been here. Yeah, yeah. just people breezing through the stoplights. Yeah. Florida is lawless. They it's, are. It's yeah. the meme. The meme has came to life. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah, it exactly. Is. 
Yeah, I mean, w- once you experience it, you realize, like, people aren't just talking shit. This really happens. Yeah. Guy almost shut down in front of us. Yeah, there was a guy right in front of us coming here that he, he it was an older guy in a little tiny truck, and he was driving through the intersection the way he should, but someone blew through oh, and almost just completely T-boned him. Yeah. But they just missed it. But then you could tell certain people aren't good with that shit. He shut down. Just like, he stopped middle. moving. Oh, no. And, and he it. was just like... I'm done. I'm checked Just out. Just staring I'm straight. And yes. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm like, I said, fucking go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's time to move. Like, it's happened. You process the information, <laughs> and then it's over, and now it's time to move on. But and he, then he almost got T-boned again for trying to go. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Because then people go, I guess this guy's just not moving. Yeah. So they started moving around him, and then he started moving. I don't know. The good wow. thing I found though is because Florida doesn't, no one really follows the road rules. I don't know the road rules, so I don't. I just blend in. Wait yeah. a minute. What side of the road are you guys driving on? Where you drive on the right? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, so we or sorry, we drive on the left. We're right hand drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even Thank know. Thank God she's here. Yeah. <laughs> Five days. I'm, like, I'm I'm American. This is me. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> That's great. So, but you, you the are. The thing we don't really understand. Well. We don't understand. We don't really have it at home. Is the four-way stop thing? Oh, right. We don't have that. Okay. And then we don't understand like whose turn is it to go? Is it our turn to go? Uh, I, I don't say. know. So if you guys come to a four-way and you guys all get there at the same time, it's, it's yield right away. It's, excuse me. Yield right of way. So you yield to the person to the right. To the of right you. of you. Correct. Okay. Unless there's four people count on the fact that it won't be four people at meeting at the exact same time. time. Because at that point, <laughs> at that point, it's just chaos, and it's yeah. like whoever's got the bigger balls goes. You know, what that's I mean? what I've been doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it turns out I've inflated my balls, and right. I've just been like, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't really have. Well, we have some stop signs. If you come to a junction that's like a blind junction, that would yeah. be a stop. But most of our junctions are, well, we call it give way yield, yeah. and you just. Do you, you guys have the roundabouts and stuff? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We love those. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you're coming up to a roundabout, like for me, New Jersey is the state that has like all these roundabouts, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And Pennsylvania is trying to put them in, but people don't have the brain capacity to understand what happens there. <laughs> so New Jersey has them, but I get like all like puffy chested when I'm coming up because it's like so many people don't understand or they just, they're, they're just a bunch of pussies about it, right? Yeah. Yep. And they're just, you know, so I just go in like. Leadfoot, because Lee does so many miles, she's such an aggressive driver. So she'll come up to like a roundabout, and it's, it is. I don't yield. think that's true. <laughs> so you you roll up, and if there's no one coming, you don't stop. You just go. Yeah. You get people who stop at it, and she's screaming. She's like, "Get the fuck out of the way!" Oh, yeah. We have roundabouts at home, yeah, of course, good, good. and we always have. And people still don't know how the fuck to use them. Like, <laughs> where they go round them, they go right round in the outside lane, and I'm going, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, I like when you see them going around and around, and they keep oh going yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> if I was like the emperor of the world, soon like lane discipline and roundabouts, yeah, I would, ju- it would just take your license away and Absolutely. cut it off. Yeah. But like, you get one chance, and that's it. That's yeah. a, so. Over where you guys are at, is there an age limit? To how old you can drive, and then they'll take away. No, no. no. So you can um, go forever. You could lose it medically if you had a stroke or something sure, like that, okay. and you had to redo your test, and then right. they make you redo it every three or five years, kind of thing. But all of that, no, there's no upper limit. Yes, so you can be, you know, you know, one foot in the grave and still driving. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's no retaking or anything for us. Once no. you get it, you're that's good. It. Like yeah, you can that's get it. it. Even though you're not good, you know, you're yeah, good. There's a lot of people <laughs> that are not good, but they're just doing. Can you guys it. lose your license for driving offenses? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to retake it then. 
Uh, yeah, you would yeah. get yeah. say like you could get a, or, yeah a ninety day suspension, or it could sometimes for DUIs like taken away for two years. Yeah, that yeah. would be the same back home, like a year or so would be yeah. normal. Yeah, and then of course you have to start from scratch. Actually, I think you just get it back. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I also don't cross that bridge. I don't know how you lose your license over here for DUI because everyone drinks and then just we we kind of look and like. Like back home, one pint of beer and you're that's you on the limit. Oh, okay. over here, everyone drinks at a show all day and gets in, drives home, and I'm like, Holy <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> yeah. And the further out west you go, I feel like the still the more um, cowboy shit it is. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> right. So people just fuck it; they get in their trucks and go. Zero yeah. fucks. Yeah, yeah, zero fucks out there. Um, well, this so, is amazing to be here, to be in yeah. the setting, the venue. This is great. Um, yeah, this is our first time here. And same it's for us. Fantastic. Yeah. How many times have you guys been to the States? For car shows? How many times have you oh. guys been? To uh, <laughs> you've been more than I have. I've been more than you. I've been to New York, I want to say four or five times when I was doing my exams and stuff. And then I was over 2017 with my mom and my sister and we did Route 66. Oh, nice. Did um, you really? Well, we only did about half of it. That's um, cool. Where'd you stop? So we did it, you normally do Route 66, I say normally, like from Chicago to LA, but we did the other way. We went to LA and came back the way, so we did from LA back to Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we only did like half the route. Um, Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were here. That's a bucket list right there. Yeah, most people that live here don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It was awesome. And I had a trike, uh, a Harley tri-glide that we had hired. Well, we were supposed to hire bikes. Um... But then the week before we were supposed to come, my sister dislocated her knee, oh, and then wow. she couldn't ride. So Oof. we swapped our two bikes for one trike, and she just got on the back with me. But it actually it turned out to be a real blessing in disguise because we could put all our luggage and stuff on oh, the trike, and it true. was just so much easier. Right. Wait, so you were you guys were both on the trike together? Yeah. And you said your mom was also with you? Yeah, she was on a bike then. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's that's an cool. Indian, wasn't it? An Indian, yeah. Nice. Indian scout. Cool. Oh, a bunch of badasses going across the country. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. That's brutal. There's some. There's a guy that I work with that um, he went from Pennsylvania all the way up to one of the furthest tips you can in Alaska, which is just an incredible, crazy yeah. trip. Yeah. Him and just like six other dudes on bikes just riding. I don't even know how many miles that is, 6,000 miles That's or something like insane. that. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, because we've said before, like you can drive top to bottom in Ireland for like five and a half, six hours comfortably. Wow. You, over here, you know, you don't even leave the seat when you do that. That's yeah. like going like from our area to Pittsburgh, Maryland. Uh, yeah, or Pittsburgh. Or like Pittsburgh, across yeah. the states, about six hours for Pennsylvania. And that's not even across the, you know, the whole entire state. <laughs> right. We come over for VAG for York. And yeah. We flew into Stewart Airport. Do you guys yep. fly out of Stewart? No, it was New York. Yeah, we do Stewart I know Stewart. That's so close to where I work at. Yeah, Stewart. Drove down and like that was maybe five hours or so. Yeah, like you, that was nothing. Next else. time you guys, if you go into Stewart at all, let us know because that's not that far from our oh, house. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, we'll take you up on that. Yeah, they say the flights out of Stewart coming and going to Ireland are actually very reasonable. They were really cheap. Yeah. So we, what are we talking? It's the no frills. I don't even know if they still do that route, but it used to be yeah. Norwegian Air. Yeah, and they flew Dublin to to Stewart, and it was like no mail, yeah. no like. No in-flight entertainment, just just like, a flight, just like yeah. a bus in the yeah. air. You'd be lucky if they let you go to the toilet, <laughs> well, dude. We went to we, me and my wife flew to Alaska once, but you have to go all the way over and then basically into California or somewhere around there. I think we were actually Seattle, and then we went up to Alaska. But when we did the changeover, 
it was a cargo. No one said anything, but it was a fucking straight up cargo plane <laughs> that had all the cargo in front of us. And then there was a huge gate, like a metal gate. And then there was just like 10 seats behind us. That's wild. I'm picturing the plane from Con Air. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. Here's your palette. It was, it was straight up Con Air. And uh, we got up there. Oh, by the way, Face Off is the best movie of all time. <laughs> so anyway, so we got up there and uh, we're in the air and they... they didn't tell us when they, we started, but they said, oh, by the way, the fucking AC doesn't work. Oh, wow. So Fantastic. just sweat is dripping down my back, and I'm nowhere near my wife. She's like 10 rows in front of me because, I don't know, we you fucked up together. somehow. Okay. But the <laughs> one person that was in front of me was a three-year-old child that was puking and shitting and crying the whole time because, oh, like, that's it, was, fun. it was literally the worst experience I ever had in a plane. I think you shouldn't be allowed to have children on a plane. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's yeah. rough. Yeah. Unless you just have good kids. I mean, maybe you should have a screening process. There's drugs for that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is true. Until yeah. we don't have kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, anyway, so, back to your question, which was, what was it? how many times have you been to the States? Yeah. Um, so, after that, then we did Helen, York. And then we had planned to come back, obviously, 2020, yeah. 2021. So this is the first time we've been now since 2019. Yeah. So we, the reason we went to York was we did um, we did Alpine Vag Fair. Mm-hmm. And Corey Sterling was over in Ireland for holidays. And I went down to Dublin to meet him. And mm-hmm. it turned out then he was staying on the other side of the country. No shit. And he was staying 10 miles from where Lee was working. Oh, wow. So I just jumped into the car with him and went across. Nice. And stayed with Lee. We had dinner that night. And do you guys know Corey? Yeah. He's very persuasive. Oh, yeah. So we had a few drinks and he was like, come to York. And we were like, no, it's like six weeks away. The flights would be insane. Yeah. So of course, we had a few drinks. Lee starts to Google of what course. the flight's going to be. Yeah. And we found that Norwegian error. So I think they were, like, what were the... the it was like 300 quid. It was like... Like $400 kind of thing. for a right. transatlantic yeah. flight. Yeah. The last minute, especially. Yeah. So we just said, fuck it, and away we went. Yeah. And it was it was really worth it. Like, it was a good show. Um, we love getting over here because you see so many different things. Yeah. You, know, you guys probably see, well, maybe not so much coming down this far, but... Like local shows, you guys see the same things all the time. Sure. Where we come here right. and it's like everything's different. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I still now, maintain the cars are better here. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. 100%. Really? Because like for us, like we have the mentality that cars are better over there. Well, I I think like to us, for us, a lot of people think Worthersea. Uh, so, yeah. So they see the best of the best. You know what I mean? We, we did Worthersea yeah. in uh, 2011. So it's fell apart now. It's gone very much the way of H2O has. Okay. Um, oh. So it's a shit show. Yeah, pretty much. It's chaos. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. And I real. knew it was getting there. I kept seeing every year, like, you, I check on YouTube and just see, like, yeah. what was going on. And I was just like, this is starting to look a lot like it's yeah. the same shit. strip down here. And it's Madness. The, the guys it's who move away. to VW Days as well. Oh, it's really? France, yeah. yeah. It's and the guys who moved to the Jap scene. Due to the English, right. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. why? <laughs> Fuck the English. Yeah, it right. is. But it kind of seems a bit stereotypical coming from us from Ireland saying that but it is a lot of the English um, <laughs> they just go over in their stupid BMWs and just do you guys have English listeners yeah we do yeah so do yeah. we so that's great <laughs> that's good. yeah Hi, guys. no offense guys um, yeah so we went to Wethersea in 2011 and it's not do you remember the Wagonworks videos yeah, yeah. of so course you see that was wagon, huge we grew up watching those oh, yes. and everything looks like you, it looks like you can't look around for seeing a top end show car but when you get there it's not like that right yeah now there's a lot of tacky stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that's like 
re- like it's tacky looking, but it looks it's really well done. Like it's really high quality. Right. Like there was a an A three, I think it was, that was trimmed top to bottom in leather, like the exterior. Wow. But I mean this. Interior. Yeah, it was the like exterior. mustard and burgundy leather. Like it's such a European thing to it do. So oh weird. yeah. And it was really well guy. done. Like sure. The stitching and everything, and it was super high quality. Can you imagine it just going through just like going, one why? storm or something oh, yeah. through that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Because right. that's why. Yeah. Just so you say why. There's a lot of that. Like yeah. Mark ones with flames are brushed up on and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Is, you know, there's a you don't see a lot of that in the videos kind of thing. Did you guys ever see Big Ron's car? Do you know what yes. I'm talking about? Did so you ever see that in person? We seen it at Edition Thirty Eight in England. Okay. Um, once or twice. That car is. That car is what you think it is. So was. you've seen it, Lee? Well, was. Yeah, unfortunately, that kills yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so you see a lot of stuff like in PVW or online, and you're like, that's insane. There was another one from England. A uh, guy had the number plate was carved. It was a like a burgundy red Mark II. And this thing was like the pinnacle. And I, I idolized that car. And we, uh, I was trying to build my polo towards this. And when I seen yeah. it in person, I was like... This thing doesn't run. Like it yeah, might right. drive off a trailer. It is no headlight wire and anything like that, and that's really soul destroying. Right. When you look at Big Ron's car, that thing drives. Yeah. It, and so it's everything that you think it actually yeah. is. You yeah. see other things in PVW, and then you see it in real life, and it's a shit box. You know, oh, right? Yeah. It's this. This is legit, or was right. legit. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So what do you right now? What do we do? Then I just look at him. Yeah. Like, Go ahead. <laughs> we do the same. Yeah. You're like, um, okay. No, but. So, what are your projects you're currently working on? Um, my Jetta. Well, we got it on the road this year. Yeah. I had bought it in January 2020. Oh, okay. Before anything went to shit. Right. And I was like, because I didn't have time to work on some of my other projects with being away so much for work, I bought this as a, it's pretty much ready to go, ready for the road. Nice. Yeah. Just drive it for the summer, have a bit of crack kind of thing. Yeah. And then, of course, 2020, the world went to shit. So, yeah. um that didn't happen and then when we actually got into looking at it we tur- turned out wasn't really as ready for the road as what we thought gotcha yeah so we did a bit of work upgraded the brakes and stuff and anyway long story short it's on the road got it mot that's grand so now i want well plan was always to swap the gearbox yeah and then the thrust baron went about three or four weeks ago it's the throw out baron yeah uh, the americans told me that lee when i said that the last the time they thought huh? it was the bottom end was away and the oh, block. okay <laughs> <laughs> so you guys blew the motor no yeah. no 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 just a transmission there yeah so yeah, we'll do that and i really want to paint it and everybody keeps telling me no don't paint it because it has you know like patina whatever. is it the og paint like the original paint for the car no it's okay. not even oh okay. then paint it's it. a bit of it. yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah fuck it just paint it so i want to do that but what maybe color or don't you want same color oh okay just fresh mars red yeah and then, because every time I go to a show and I'm standing cleaning it, and then I'm parked beside another car that paint is like amazing, and Mate. I'm just looking yeah. at mine going, oh. Right. <laughs> like yeah. one day, one day so you'll get there. That's probably my plans for the for this year. Well, I probably won't paint it this year, but I need to get obviously the gearbox sorted out. Yeah. Before. But at least before it's easy fix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're putting an OTO into it to replace the. Or sorry, an OTA to replace the OTO, oh. so it should be a bit stronger and nicer to shift. See, I'm, I'm a big fan of the OTOs. I yeah. ran the OTO and it has a built diff um, in my wife's car, a 2.5, and that thing rips until with it me. blows the fuck yeah. up. No, he's gonna be like, "This the, is quick." No, the weakest point of that car is the diff, the open diff. So when you run, you know, a limited slip diff in it, 
It's right. that's that's the, you know that death is going to hit you in the forehead someday. <laughs> yeah, just going straight through the bell I rip on that thing all the time. Well, I rip on it more so than my wife does because you know it's, it's her car. She wants to baby it, but like it's it's a blast. <laughs> um, but no, I understand why everyone goes O two A O two J because it's just a more stronger transmission. Yeah, so, so makes sense. So what about you? I have well, much likely I have a lot of projects. But the the main one was my Mark Three. Yeah. I haven't got touching it now. Probably in the guts of about eighteen months. Oh wow! So okay, we're in the process of building a new garage at home. Once we get it sorted, we can kind of rearrange everything because we have two workshops, but all the cars are inside them and we can't actually work on anything. Yeah. So I always loved Mark 1s. Are there, like, sheep walking around outside of your... Uh... <laughs> Not on our property, okay. but we have cows on the other side of the... I just picture you, like, working on it. It's, like, a nice, it's a nice, you know, cool night. There's It's drizzling a little bit, and there's candles, obviously, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. To see, you got to have candles on. Yeah, and then there's sheep walking and, by. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm cool. having my lunch of like ma- moss on the roof, yeah. It's like an Irish Spring soap commercial. Yeah. That's what you're picturing. <laughs> Connor McCann walks by. <laughs> <laughs> Probably naked. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Mark Three, I always wanted a Mark One. Always thought I could never afford one, and I end up kind of. I don't know if you guys ever knew Chris Cluel up in. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he had the the green one. Yes. Yep. And yeah. I I love that car. So I built Amazing. my car in that in the image of that in a Mark Three. Right. So we did the gold. Oh. Is that yes. the same color? Same color. No shit. Green. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I, it's so funny that you say that now. Yeah, it's obvious because I'm thinking about your Mark Three, but. It's so wild. I always say this, like what colors will do on different cars. Yeah. And some color that works on that car. Some yeah. colors don't work on certain newer cars. Yeah, but you're right. So good on older cars. You know what I mean? I've yeah. always been a big fan of different paints, and especially like older paint on more modern cars. Right. Yeah. And you, as you say, like some works, some doesn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I the car was a daily. I didn't really plan to do anything to it, as I never do. And we found a cheap VR6 setup for it. Swap that in, and then I, on the first run out, I busted the sump. So, oh, jeez. Of course, parked it up, come back a week later to fix it, and a rat had got into it and chewed all the wiring. Oh, wow. Chewed all the seats, and, the, like, the, the outside was, like, lacquer peel. Yeah. But the inside was immaculate, and it chewed all the seats and stuff, and it killed me. And I, sure. I get very emotionally attached to cars, so I didn't want to, like, just junk it. So right. Um, I bought a color concept interior, which is the black yeah. outers with the yellow centers right. in a red car, which looked like Ronald McDonald's car. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hulk Hogan. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Brother. Yeah. So uh, we decided we'd paint the car to match. And then when I was painting the car, I thought, why am I painting a car to match a 100-pound shitty interior? Right. Yeah. So I did plan to do Ginster because I would really like it. And then I ended up going to the paint shop to buy the yellow and came back with Manila Green. Wow. And opened the pot when I got back and went, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> this is bright green. Wow. Yeah. So I think like the black trims and stuff tones the whole car down. Sure. And then I got the interior done. So we, we do all our own work. We do paint. We do, I think the only thing we didn't do in my car was machine the wheels because they don't have a lathe right. and trim the interior. Um, got the interior done in Scotland. Went to fit it and then realized that typical Mark III, the strut tires were rotten. Oh, so wow. I had a yep. shave bay. Um, I'm actually pretty obsessive about it. It's like my favorite part of any car. Yeah. And when I went to like give it a, like a repaint, I found the rot in the strut tire, so I had to replace everything. So that was the end of that project for a while. Yeah. It's a. Uh, um, it's interesting because like you talk about like your shaved bay, but now you have like rotted strut tire, so it really was shaved literally. Oh, like there's nothing there. Shaved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because we do all the work ourselves, we're kind of like. I'll tackle anything, you know. And my thinking was, no, if I I can't pay someone to replace to fix this because no one's going to do it. Right. But the car's already destroyed because of the rot. So if I cut it out, 
and make a mess of it, I haven't lost anything because it's already. If I don't do it, it's it's fucked. So yeah. why not? Yeah, yeah. and point. it worked out. It, I fixed it. So. And how long have you had that car? Oh, from 2013, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so I dealed it for a while, and then it, it's been through different phases. And yeah. like everything's been built either in one of our workshops, which is less than clinical, I will say, or <laughs> my dad's like single garage kind of thing. Right. So when you say one of your workshops, how's like, like walk us through the setup? How does it look? Like you have uh, just both on the same property. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So these, this was our, well, it was my grandparents' house that we bought, and there was these workshops up the back where my grandfather worked in as a joiner. So when we what got was your it, grandfather? A joiner, okay, like a carpenter. Yep. So um, they're thirty-six foot by twenty-two foot. Yeah. Uh, one's mostly nice storage. Place. One was for cars to work in, and as we've got more cars, we've kind of stuffed them into it and left ourselves with no room now. Right. So that's why we want to build a purpose garage for this. That's what you do. You know, yeah. you get a garage. Yeah. You, you know, now you stuff with full cars. Lee's the problem. She keeps buying things. <laughs> I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me either. Yeah, we, we have 11 cars or something at home. Wow, do you right. really? Yeah. All right, so list a car. Go ahead and uh, see what we, like, do you want to go list through. Yeah. Uh, so I have the Superb Sepoy, which is my daily. Okay. And the Jetta. And then I have a VR6 Corrado. Nice. And a Vauxhall Nova, which you guys probably don't even really know what that is, but it's a tiny little yeah, it's not European like our, car. It's not the crappy blue Chevy Novas <laughs> it's we it's have here. It's about the size of a Mark One Golf kind of thing. Okay. And I have my Vento Mark Three Jetta. Yeah. Is that everything I have? That five? That's five, yep. Yeah. yeah. I have, so I have a four motion 24 valve Bora with a Mark IV Jetta as a daily. And it, it came like that? Yeah. Yeah. So like, they're actually really rare back home. There's oh, okay. only 100 left in the UK. Oh, really? wow. That's yeah. cool. 100 left? Yeah. How do you know that? There's actually a website called howmanyleft.com. Wow. Oh, shit. It, it works off the government's like registration. So when you when you put the car on the road and register it with them, they these people can That's track awesome. that. That's wild. So. It's not maybe 100% accurate because you could have something off the road as a project which oh, hasn't yeah. been registered, but it gives you a, a rough idea. Sure, sure. Um, I actually bought the car quite cheap. It was £1,200, so the guts of $1,600. It has a US tailgate on it. It had a coilovers, Miltec exhaust. Um, it was pretty nice. And then yeah. I've dealied it and kind of ran it into the ground. Um, the really hard to get parts for, which is weird. I have a... I have my green Mark III, the project, which is going 24 valve. Right. I have a 1.4 Mark III, so it's like a really early base spec uh, yeah. rider. Four-speed box, plastic bumpers, no paint on them. See, four-speed box? Yeah. In a Mark III? Yep. 1.4, four-speed. Wild. No parts there. Crazy. Um, I, That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I, I destroy everything I get. When I say destroy, like, I have no, like, if I find a totally original classic, I'm going to modify it. You know? No fucks given. But I love on. this thing, and I want to keep it original. And I don't know why. And I think it's more so because no one wanted that car. So how did it survive 25 exactly. years? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a real soft spot for it. I have a convertible Mark III that I bought basically because my friend was like, you should buy that. And I went, no. And he goes, oh, go on. It'll be a bit of fun. So we did. And we painted <laughs> it like uh, NATO green yeah. and put it on like 16 inch. Wheel. So the Reynolds came with a 16 inch by six and a half steel wheel, four, four by 100. Oh, okay. So they bolt straight on there. You can... I think you find a set of five for about 50 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Um, but some 165 40s onto it and just daily it around. Don't yeah. you even find here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't get those now? It's tough getting anything like that. We um, can't, we can't, yeah, 165 45 is now like gone. It's dried up. Like it's, it's, it is. It's yeah. crazy. We can get them 165 back home. 50s are getting almost done too. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, I mean, now we know who to call. Yeah. yeah. We'll send them over. Yeah. We know a few tire guys. I was yeah. asking to see if what they could actually, like, put in our suitcases to come over and, like, for rare parts. <laughs> <laughs> Tires are a little too big. Yeah, chocolate. There we go. Um, yeah, so with that, I have a 6 hand polo. Do you guys, are you guys starting to get those imported no, we, now? No, oh, yes. 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 People are, are. starting yeah. to import. So, the 6 hand hasn't been on the road from 2009. It's yeah. a kind of a sore point. Yeah. Uh, and I have a Mark 1. I finally got a Mark 1. So, nice. a guy I know had bought a shell. So someone had bought like a 1.3 Mark One and stripped it and bought a GTI and stripped it. Right. The GTI was completely rotten. So they dumped the shell, kept everything from both cars, and I bought the whole thing for 500 pounds. Oh, nice. With a, the, the guy who had it, his dad owned an engineering company, so they had done like a custom, like a rollover jig for it. Yeah. Right. So I bought everything for 500 pounds. Oh, wow. So you had the jig, everything yeah. for it. That's great. Uh, all new heritage panels and things like that. I think the yeah. only thing I need to buy for it, the panel, is the rear wheel, spare wheel well. Yeah. That's it. That's nice. So it's like everything, as Lee says, getting the time to work on everything. But the other thing, the way you have to look at it is if you don't buy it now, you might never get to buy it. So yeah, that's as true. long as you have somewhere to store it, it's good. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. Because yeah, a lot of cars that we, we see. Storage like, probably comes at a premium over there because... Less space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's I mean, we, we just figure it out, you know what I mean? But... Holy shit. I don't know how some of you guys do it. You guys sound like you're kind of lucky in your spot. Like, your setup doesn't sound very typical. It's not. We got very lucky. Yeah. So, we have just under an acre of land, um, yeah. which, again, if you're not on farmland, is pretty it's pretty good. Rare, yeah. Yeah. And we got it through the family. So, yeah. and we can build away kind of thing. And we have good neighbors. No one really, like, we're kind of the rowdy ones, but nobody yeah. really cares. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Everyone's yeah. kind of old and, like, they see Lee's Jetta. And they're all, oh, that's lovely. And then she starts it and it's like, burp, burp, burp. <laughs> <laughs> barking carbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, what's going on here? No, it's good fun, though. Yeah. It's, uh, they could be doing worse hobbies. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, I, I agree with that. This is, uh, this is like our, our, our out or avenue to, you know, be able to, like, do crazy stuff without doing crazy stuff, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know? Well, some people still do crazy stuff while they're doing this, but. They, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're, all, is, we're mature now. <laughs> I guess it's, we like to think we are. Yeah. Well, we were drinking. Lee and I were drinking to one thirty in the morning last night, standing in a car park, like you know, outside the hotel. We could have been inside. But were a bunch know. of people around still last night? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know Paul O'Hara, Scottish guy from? Yeah. That's yeah. What Did he have ice. the Mark II? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Fire and Ice. Met him for the first time. Yeah. Yep. He's yeah. nuts. He's crazy. So uh, yeah, we were drinking with Paul, John Colson, all those guys from that kind of area. Yeah. Uh, Salve, Mess and P. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, it was good catch up with people. Those yeah. are those guys. We come over and we've spoke to we speak to people we've met before. Then there's you guys like we haven't met before, but we're yeah. speaking to you online. They were the same with those guys. So right. it's good to hang out with people. Yeah, definitely. It's got to be kind of wild for for maybe even more so you guys because it's funny. You guys came over a few times now, and now that the more times you come over, the more friends you make, yeah, the easier it's it awesome. gets. So it's almost like it's opening this avenue where it's going to become a very expensive venue for you guys to do. It's going to happen over and over and over. Because yeah. why not? You well, know what I mean? Well, we Fuck. were talking about this last night with the guy. We met the guy. Did you see the Slant News Porsche that was yes. on the yes. stage? Yes. We, we bumped into him on the way back to the car last night. We were talking to him and we were saying it's like, what, maybe 500 quid or whatever for flights and stuff to come out here, yeah. which is expensive. But when where we are in Ireland... There's only really a couple of big shows, like Dubshed being the biggest one. There's a few local shows that are really good, but they're not huge. Right. Most of the big shows are on mainland UK, like Edition and all that sort of stuff. Right. But if you, we wanted to bring our cars to those, obviously we have to cross the sea. Yeah. Oh, so and you put on a boat. And you have to go yeah. on the ferry, and it must be the most expensive stretch of water in the world. Really? 
because it's ridiculous. We never would think that a car and two people would be like four hundred dollars. Wow, um, and it's like we thirty miles. fly here for that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's almost as expensive wow. for us to go to England for right. a long weekend than it is to then come just here. Come here, yeah. So yeah, that's crazy because like going taking the ferry from like Lewes, Delaware to Cape May, which is kind of like the same span of water. There, probably it's like thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe thirty-eight <laughs> bucks. Crazy. Or something. Yeah, it's like 14, seventeen miles or something over to Scotland. You can literally see it. At the closest point, yeah. Ireland yeah. and Scotland are like twelve miles apart. Crazy. Yeah, and it's like. You know, you could swim that far. Right, yeah. <laughs> so this just means you guys are going to have to buy a summer house over here in the States so you have it. Don't for- tempt us. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, I mean, you can get a little, like, shed somewhere, you know what I mean? Airbnb Something smaller, like, yeah. throughout the whole year and then just yeah, have you it. Yeah, you guys can start over. making money. Become We're- entrepreneurs, get something, buy something, and start renting out until you guys come over for there a couple is. weekends. So where do you recommend? Pennsylvania? Yeah. Well, snowy? I mean, I would, of course. But <laughs> yeah. I actually love Pennsylvania. It's nice up there. Yeah. It's yeah, too hot for me here. Yeah, this is brutal. Yeah, but I'm not going to bitch about it. You no, know no I mean? not at all. Because it's February right yeah. now, and it's 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, now. like we we were we were in uh, Tampa, yeah. and some girl passed me wearing jeans and a hoodie, and I'm in shorts and t-shirt, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "What is wrong with you?" Right, exactly. <laughs> but this is cool for them. Yeah. yeah. What it, what's it like right now up like back your way? Like, what did you guys come from? What was the weather? It was. It's actually been a very mild winter. Um, I don't know what it is in American money, but it's like. 10, 12 degrees yeah. Celsius. Yesterday it was just above freeze, freezing, a friend had told me. Yeah. So, but we don't get like the extremes that you guys get with like snow and things. Yeah, you, you right. don't get like no. yeah, two we get, feet like, of snow. Oh, no a way. little bit of snow and the whole inches. country yeah. freaks out and shuts down. Oh, does it? Or we get like what it is today here would probably be like our hottest summer day. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Yeah, we don't get and into mostly it's just like mild and rainy. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot of water. Does the, the rain sky. like is it is it depressing? The rain like to hear I don't know. I feel like it's it's you guys just deal with it like we, it is, we don't do it is what different. it is. Right? Yeah. yeah. So for us, it's like oh fuck, it's raining. We're not doing anything. You know, like we shut down. <laughs> summer like this kind of weather, you might get for maybe three weeks, maybe four weeks for like a good summer. Yeah. And then the rest okay. is kind of like overcast, so it'll be cloudy, a bit chillier. You might get rain. If you don't get rain, it's a good day. That's the way we look at it. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, which is pretty shitty. And then they salt the roads in the winter, so it doesn't sure. go well for This is like the Northeast. Yes, for us, where we live, they have to get salt in the wintertime. So you guys have to deal with the same stuff. And oh, yeah. Stuff doesn't last. It's rust yeah, out. We get, a, we get frost. Like, we get ice in the roads, but we don't get a lot of snow or anything. Yeah. It's because of the Gulf Stream. The Gulf Stream carries, like, warm climates up to us. and then it, So it kind of gives us, like, middle of the road. You know, not hot, not cold kind of temperatures. Right. Because we're actually in line with Canada. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're fairly far north. Yeah. So talk talk to us about the, the show that you're involved with. Talk to us about about that. Tell Dump us. Shed. Yeah. And tell us, like, how you guys got involved and, and what, what happens with that. I mean, I'm sure some people over here don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? So, because it's so, a pretty big deal over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dump Shed's been running now. The last one that ran because of COVID, was the 10th anniversary. Um, Nigel, who does the podcast with us normally, right. is one of the founding members, um, along with Geth and, oh, and nice. Colin and a few other guys. Um, they were running... Castle Wellen was their big show for years, and then they started Dubshed. And uh, we got involved. We were at the first Dubshed. We were at the first few Dubsheds. What year was that? Do you remember? Oh, nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay, nice. Um, Did you just say that? And I missed it. No, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, 
when did we get involved? About 2011, Yeah, thereabouts. We started going to shows with those guys, and then we became friends with them, and then we were like, do you want help at your shows kind of thing? So right. the first year, I think we just were hanging around after the show, and they were like picking up the crowd barriers and emptying the bins and stuff, and we were just like hanging out. So we were like, okay, we'll just we'll help, and then yeah. it just kind of went from there. So yeah. Yeah. now we're kind of a bit more involved with organizing and planning and stuff. It's it's awesome. I love it. What, it's super stressful. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Anytime you're dealing with the show, putting it's on the show. It's, when does it's that happen stressful. every year? Um, normally, like end of March, start of April. So when do you guys have to really start like hunkering down and figuring out what happens? I mean, is this like a six month process? Is yeah. It Nigel and Gethin and those guys start from like October. Yeah. And then we normally have our first big meeting round about Christmas. Like in between Christmas and New Year, when we launch the entries, yeah, and then so it's a selection process for inside. So yeah. there's uh, this year there'll be three, should be three halls this year. Um, there's normally two, yeah, and uh, because of the scene, obviously Ireland's not a massive place, right. so Volkswagens were really, really popular at one point, and then they kind of sort of tailing off. A lot of people moved towards Japanese cars, and okay. to keep numbers up, then we started allowing like select other models in, kind of yeah. thing, and now we have like. An entire hall dedicated to other models, and then the main hall, or quote unquote main hall, is uh, like Volkswagen Germans. We have like BMWs, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. Like it's, uh, if it was up to me, I'd probably have all Volkswagens, but you don't have that opportunity. The luxury do of doing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like you guys, we have people here in Florida coming from the northeast down. You know, right. guys from Jersey. You know, they're traveling like three times the length of our country to come. Right. Here, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 There's only so much of a catchment area you can have. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. This is the first year since COVID shut us down, basically. Okay. So it's nice to get back to it. Now so is it go ahead. Is this, like, the first major show of the season, then? That kind of starts off the season for you guys? Ultimate Dubs is normally before us. Which okay. is in England. Okay. But um, for Northern Ireland or Ireland, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the first one. When's Ultimate Dubs, uh, usually? March. Early March. Okay. Yeah. Like, early to mid-March. That would be the, the traditional kind of season opener. Yeah. But I hear it, so I don't go. <laughs> oh, fair enough. There That's we go. Sore point. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, we we're like what we're involved in is GTI and I. So it's like there's they do three shows. So there's that. You have what used to be Castle Wellham, which was like New Vag for a main, or something like a forest park. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And then we lost a venue, so we've now moved to a new venue last year, and like it went really well for a first event. Right, and it's a an old like basically like a like a boat club kind of thing. Oh, yeah, it okay. was the the blue circle cement. I think that's like a worldwide thing, isn't it? Yeah, people probably know what that is. Um, they had a big factory in Larne in Northern Ireland, and this used to be their like working men's club, like the social club for the factory. Oh, okay. Right. And yeah. now it's been converted. Some locals use it as a sailing club, and there's like a wee football pitch and stuff at it. So that's yeah, cool. yeah. So it was all overgrown, and there was nothing happening with it. And when Nigel and those guys, those guys approached them, they said. They were very welcome, so they went to this committee, and they were saying like all the guys on it are like eighty years old, and they saw these guys <laughs> turning up with like modified cars and stuff, and they were like, "You do you guys do what you want." So Nigel and those nice. guys went in, cut the lawns back, pared back trees and everything, and made a really nice venue of it. Yeah. So it's going again this year, and I think there's a lot of improvements can be made, and you know, finding your feet for the first time. And then right. we have another one. I think you know about Danny's uh, Titanic Dubs. Yes. So it's oh yeah, he told yeah. yeah. So we talked about that too. It's based around uh, the dry dock where the Titanic was built in that's, Belfast. That's badass. Yeah, that's that cool. If I remember right, uh, I hope this is right. It was supposed to be a one-off event. Yeah, they were oh, they were the doing a load of stuff around the centenary of the Titanic in 2012. Okay, and they had offered the venue to loads of different. 
clubs and things to do yeah. stuff and we obviously had a show at it and it, it was I think at that time it was supposed to be a one off thing right and then we just went back every year they probably saw the opportunity of it to have something like that to yeah. keep it going you know you keep bringing people to that area you it's, know and it's what? such a cool venue and yeah we have sort of, at the first year it was like oh my god this is amazing now we just take it for granted oh, you know yeah, it's sure. like yeah. it's Titanic dubs whatever but yeah. when you actually step back and think about it and you go okay wow this is yeah this is really cool yeah I'm, I'm kind of in history so I like the historical yeah. uh, it know, is nice prominence of it um, if you're there for the first time you can kind of go around and see like the pump house which drives all the water to float the boat out and things like that yeah. oh yeah nice um if you've done it a few times, you've seen the same thing over and sure. over. But yeah. it's a nice setting. Um, we've been very lucky with the weather because it's September, so that should be rainy season in Northern Ireland. Oh, and sure. It, and it's right on the dock, so you're getting wind and things like that. But I think there's only one year it's been really bad. We had one year really bad rain. It was the quickest the prize rest, given ever. Yeah. <laughs> the Here's rest of the year has <laughs> been pretty good. We've had showers throughout the day, but it, it's been generally pretty good. It's always windy, though. Yeah. You always get windburn. But it, it fascinates me here because the likes of it, especially in Florida, you're not battling anything like that. So if you're planning an outdoor show, you kind of guarantee the weather's going to be good. Yeah. Where at home, it's like you're I, I would say, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. It's always hot. This is Especially for us in the summertime, like all the main shows. There seems to be a couple shows, though, that rain all the time. Yeah. Like... I, like H2O for, for many, many years always yeah. had like, you get like a nor'easter coming was, up the coast. Yeah, like we actually have had super. a couple of nor'easters, hurricanes that have come up and yeah. flooded it out, but we still just, you know, went or whatever. What do you call the show? I've drawn a blank here up in uh, Northeast. It's like the, one of the first. Dust off. Dust off. Yeah, 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 yeah dust off. Yeah. Dust off as well. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 yeah that's or, like a running snow. joke, isn't it? Yeah. We still have not been there. We just never get. In the past two years, they haven't had it. So, yeah. That's one we wanted to do years ago. Haven't seen it in PBW as well. Yeah. That's uh, that's we were saying last night to one of the guys too that reading PVW for years and you're seeing all these shows and now we have the opportunity we're lucky enough we can come and do them and be like right. it's kind of weird because you're like well, I feel like I'm in a magazine or yeah. like Instagram come to life kind of thing oh yeah. yeah yeah true yeah you're absolutely right like for this is like I guess you could say the start of the 22 season for you know here for us but it's almost like a continuation for 21 because of how well the show season was, like it was yeah we had a really good year last year we, we yeah. did too a lot of people try to pack everything into like the second half of right. the year to try yeah. and because restrictions kind of lifted a bit so you know you could do more things yeah um it's funny how you, i kind of want to sound silly but like dependent you become on that as your social life because right. our whole lives revolve around cars so right like yeah. when you take that away you know our hall you have no holidays to car shows you know there's like we were saying last night too that we have people there's a guy who lives, James Crow, photographer. Um, he lives like Jim five. Crow? James Crow. <laughs> oh, well, true, yeah. Holy <laughs> Jesus that's Jimmy Christ. Crow. Um, wow. Yeah, I'll have to explain that one to him. <laughs> yeah. um, he lives like five miles from us. Yeah. And we only see him at shows. Okay. And like, I pass him on my commute in the mornings and wave at him and he waves at me and we yeah. message each other, but we don't see each other outside of shows, which right. is kind of weird. Yeah. There's loads of people like that. So there was people that we knew very well that we didn't see for nearly two years. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. There's there's people from our town up north that literally we only see when yeah. we're three, four, five, six hours away all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird, but they're, they're like, in our town. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah we'll see them somewhere like yeah, go to H two O or something like that years ago. You see everybody there, and then like you live by them. You don't see them until the following year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. We're weird. Car people are weird. Yeah, for sure. Um. I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think of this? This, yeah, you know, this is this, fucking awesome. Yeah, this, this is, is all great. new to you guys. This, this is, is brand new to us. This is the first time we've been down. 
Um, this is yeah, this is fantastic. I we we can definitely make this a yearly thing. I think we're. Talking I think about so, that. absolutely. And and you know what you guys did hear us say yesterday was the fact that it just breaks shit up. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. We're coming from ten degree weather and a nice storm. Yeah, so we're coming all depressed, like we're gonna kill ourselves, and then you come here and it's like this is amazing. Like, it, yeah. like gives us some more energy, like to go back up there and like get some shit done. Yeah, it's you insane. Know? And I find when you come back from a show, you have this like thing where you're like a real drive to do something. Yes, yes you come totally. with these ideas, and it's usually we end up buying something silly. You know, yeah, that's, like, oh, that's how it usually goes. Yeah. And then for yeah. us, like we usually in the wintertime wanted to sell everything off. Like, fuck it, we don't want, we don't want <laughs> this anymore. Get something new. Now it's like, oh no, I want to work on that. I want to yeah. fix that. Do this. And, well, you know. there's a ton of inspiration here. Yes. you know what I mean. It's an, everywhere it's an, you look. It's impressive. It, and it, this show is cool because it's from it's the whole gamut. It's there's air cooled over here. There's a couple sweet air cooled over there. Are you guys in air cooled at all? Not, I can appreciate them. Okay, I yeah. would have no desire to own them, really. Okay. Um, but I knew you'd know uh, quite was, a bit about them. Like, yeah. is Aircool big over there? Not really. It's big with the Aircool guys, if you know yeah, what I mean. Right. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a scene. There's, like, pockets, right? The, the, we went through a phase where the Aircool guys were drag racing back home. Yeah, oh, nice. They were doing, like, drag racing Beatles. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a big thing here, too. Yeah, and, like, they were doing, like, all-motor, like, 2.1s, that kind of thing. I yeah. can't remember the exact size. Sure, and, yeah. um, we had a guy on, Ben Lawrence, who had a drag Beetle, which... Was, it was a 56 Oval, and it was an insane car, and he sold it. He kind of got disillusioned with the whole thing and sold it off. Wow. And then he bought a Beetle to build with his daughter as a project, like a low-budget type thing. And he ended up putting like a, is it a 1.2 or 1.3 motor in it and a small turbo onto it. Oh, wow. And it makes like 75 horsepower. And he he took just us got featured in and they moved. Volksworld. Is it Volkswagen magazine? Volkswagen, I just yeah. saw it on Facebook this morning. I was like, oh, that's awesome. It's a, like a garage-built car, you know, real low-budget. Yeah. Uh, Mazda MX-5 seats in it which look like kind of like Porsche Tombstone kind of shape oh, oh yeah. sure so it all works really well together yeah um, but it's nice to see cars like I, I have a real appreciate, appreciation for cars that are built on a budget but well done that's you know, because you see people like I can't afford to do this I can't afford to do this and they'll slap stickers onto something and right. like fake wheels and stuff and yeah, I'm like tilty wheels and, yeah you know. like put some effort into it you can right. do a whole lot with just your own effort you see it all the time yeah. all the time you see it all the time There's and, and that's what I that's what I like about here there are some really amazing cars that people have 30, 40, 50 grand into you yeah. know what I mean but there's some people here that has a $1,500 car yeah. And they have like 800 bucks in their pockets and they just made it work because yep. like you said. And it's nice, it's clean. You put the effort in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. not everyone can do that either. You have to right. appreciate that. But I mean, there is a there is a lot of people out there who think, oh, I can't do this or you need X amount and you need certain modifications to get into shows. It's bollocks. Right. You yeah. don't. You, you put the effort in and you yeah. make it nice. And sometimes it takes years to do. Yeah. How how strict are like the the police over there as far as modified cars and everything else? Like they see a slam Mark Three going down the road, are they are they after you or they don't I, give a shit? I never have issue. Yeah. Um, I can drive like an asshole. I don't do it all the time. Yeah, and I think if you pick your moments, like because even with your Jetta, like your Jetta's noisy. Yeah, but it's, it's an old car. It's unsuspecting as well. That's it a good doesn't point. look like a particularly modified car. It just looks right. like a little old granny car. Yeah, but like we have apart from the wheels. <laughs> yeah. So back home, there's a kind of subculture with we have a lot of diesel th- things like that. And we call them the felters because it originated around an area called Maherfeld. And, no, okay. and it kind of grew out. So you guys have like the Carolina squat trucks. Right? Oh, These yeah. These guys are doing like Mark IVs with the springs pulled out of the back and cut springs in the front what? and a reverse rake. What? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah big, that's big, wild. Big sun strips across the front of the windscreen. Uh, right. Usually like a fake tuning company across it. Um, <laughs> he actually uh, says fake tuning company. Uh, it may as well, yeah. 
The big uh, thing with felt is the diesel rake. Yeah, it's like a badge of honor. Like the whole back of their car is just black. Oh, oh yeah, so they don't wash the rest. Yeah. They don't touch it. Yeah, not wash the back. Of course, right? Yeah. Um, Jeez. Those guys kind of. It's like everything, yeah, well, big time, yeah, one hundred percent. But they're kind of the ones that draw attention to the scene in oh, a negative way. Sure. Oh, okay. Then so everybody thinks that we are those guys. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So the, all their modifications will be half-assed, or you know, nobody's doing anything right, really. Um, and it's like replica wheels is another big thing, which is a real pet hit of mine. Yeah. Um, We're with you. Yeah. That's yeah absolutely. So yeah. no, it's. That draws attention to it. If you get lumped in with that kind of thing, or you go to certain like events, I think you guys call them like sideshows and stuff like that. You yeah. know, we would call them cruises. Um, it kind of gets a bit wild. But generally, if you're not an asshole, you will be okay. Um, I've had very little issue, and I've always like I I've never owned a car with standard suspension. They've always yeah. been lowered. I've always had modifications done. First thing you do. Yeah, yeah. of course. But yeah. like I, I don't. Uh, I'd never had any issue, and you have you've no points in your license. I have points. Touchwood. I have okay. points from a, an incursion when I was like seventeen. Yeah. Um. I passed a guy. They don't go away after a while. They, well, no, they do. They last like five years. They oh, last on your wow. license for three, but you have to like declare them to insurance for four and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Um. So I was. I had a Vauxhall Corsa, which is like really common Econo box type car over there. Okay. First car type material, but it was like this was two thousand and six. You will forgive me. Um. Giant body kit. It was bright yellow. It was very max good. bar. Yeah. yeah, nice. So, and a friend of mine had a 1.3 Mark II Jetta. And we were going to the show one morning, and we were coming along the motorway, which is like your highways. And, yep. Uh, there was two cars in front doing like 45 miles an hour side by side. So I come up behind them, flashed my lights, never moved. Flashed the lights again, never moved. Uh, so we went onto the hard shoulders, like the median for you guys. Yeah. I passed them on that. And then I got round him. And I, I will say this was a one-liter engine because so it was a very slow, <laughs> it slow was pass. Yeah. Yeah. slowly aggressive. Oh, yes. wasn't a VR ground and passed him. No, definitely not. <laughs> and uh, as I did it, I remember thinking that was really stupid. But yeah, I've got away with it. Yeah. No, the guy was an off-duty cop on the oh, way. Oh yeah, home. you didn't get away. With it. So I went to court. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. nearly lost my license. Oh, he saw you do that, and then he got to you later. Yep. So wow. he, he rang it through. They went to the show. So the, the police in Northern Ireland do... There's actually a lot of police in Northern Ireland that are involved with the cars, and they're really good guys. And they'll try and come to the shows. They had confiscated, like, a drug dealer's Evo. And <laughs> they done it up in, like, police graphics. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, they bring it to the shows, to, like, education for kids and things like right. that. So they rolled in, and they had a Range Rover at the time. So they rolled in this Range Rover, and I looked, and I thought, yeah, they haven't brought the Evo. It must be out or something. Right. I never thought anything of it. And then next thing, they cruised around, stopped at my car, now, Gary, who was with me in the Jetta, he had broke his arm. So I was, like, waxing his car. Yeah. And they pulled up to mine, and they said to Gary, is that your car? And he goes, no, it's his. And he says, come on, we'll have a word with you. I was like, all right. <laughs> sure. I was young and stupid, didn't I? was like, what do these guys want? Yeah. And then he says, do you do any maneuvers on the, on the motorway? I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I knew I was caught red-handed. Oh, man. Uh, like, no, that's somebody else. <laughs> somebody so, else in a bright yellow Corsa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst of it was, on the registration document, it was still down to silver, so they were looking for this silver Corsa. Oh, yeah. man. So you, for a second, you might actually act almost... You might have gotten, gotten away with it. it. I wouldn't be the most 100% legit person with things like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sure. He's, he's like the most wanted man in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> We have we have like crazy uh, um, with like frost issues with up north uh-huh. and and everything gets absolutely we can't Pennsylvania for instance they can't control how our um, our roadways are they're awful they're oh, really? absolutely terrible yeah. I think we're rated like third worst in the whole country all right so yeah. 
even though we're driving around in lower cars and stuff, you you really take your life in your hands. You're every dodging potholes. Yeah, it's awful. Do you guys have to deal with any of that kind of stuff? Because I mean, like, it's brutal. Our cars take a beating. Like they literally take a beating on the roads. Some places are worse than others. Yeah, I don't think they're as bad as these guys. No, get, I don't think so. Um, yeah, but we do. It's got bad from. Uh, from COVID because there's been less you know yeah, like, less work doing it, things yeah. like that you have noticed the roads get worse yeah. Yeah. but nothing compared to what you guys get or in New York as well yeah you might lose a car in a pothole yeah, yeah you could yeah. there's you just might. there's some points where you just literally can't go forward yeah it's, <laughs> you're like well we, we don't gotta get find another way home <laughs> right you know it's funny like uh, what, what's yeah, that good alright um your beetle when you had your '66 beetle, oh. and you destroyed it on the highway. Like this is like the main highway. It wasn't like a back road or a side road, and the way it was set up, like the road kind of like sunk in uh-huh. to where where was a bridge overpass, oh, and that shit. was like raised up. Uh-huh. So like we, we saw it coming like a split second before oh. it happened, and the front beam of my beetle pulverized. The, the cement to uh-huh. the actual oh, it no. was it was the hardest hit it broke my soul in half it was <laughs> yeah. like I, I don't even know what happened my wife was with me and she she's you know typically not usually with me around that like uh-huh. when I'm driving those kind of cars right and she just shed her pants that was it she shed her pants and my soul died <laughs> yeah did yeah. it damage Pub- the beetle what did it damage the beetle not at all that oh, thing was like good. fucking 100 percent. yeah but thing, i just never had it hit that hard yeah and to, it was to this day you again feel it, not you feel it inside you're like it yeah. was inside i just i couldn't i couldn't believe what was happening i pull over and then right next to me goes my fucking hubcap just starts <laughs> oh, rolling by no. and uh no i mean we were good to go but but that's like how the roads are that's, yeah that's like that's kind normal. of, of that's a, a normal, typical thing you that's know a normal I mean? thing yeah you have a really down here in florida everything's nice and flat they don't have they don't have the fluctuation of weather that we have yeah. 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 So we were saying He was saying What he would own down here When we were driving around I said All of my cars Wouldn't be more than Three quarters of an inch Off the ground Oh yeah Because yeah. this is how it is I mean you just But yeah. it's not really fun Driving around here I'd say Because it's all straight And flat There's and no turns lunatics. Yeah and all, Exactly Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah There's a bunch of lunatics Right You yeah. had a, a thing like that Do you remember We went over to Edition Yeah In the Mark III And you had a really Really bad hole like a really hard hit, and as soon as we got home, he bought air ride. Yeah, <laughs> like nice. that was the. So I was I was Mister Static, like I was yeah. like static, and I spent so long setting that car up that it right. would work. So I, I didn't want rubbing. I wanted like if the police did stop us, everything yeah. was a hundred percent. You couldn't do anything about it. First trip out, I had put like new wheel burns, bushes, balls, everything done. We got the boat over to Edition Thirty Eight. It was like a kind of fast back road. And there was like two like manholes that sunk. Yeah. And I dropped both front oh, wheels both into of them. Oh, wow. Subframe off the road. And next thing, all like I could hear this like squeaking in the front end. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. So straight home. And I sold, uh, I had like a short runner intake and like the old Eurovan steel rocker covers, the okay. valve cover. And I sold that to a guy in the States and just put all the money I got from that into our ride. And that was my thinking was, I'm going to put money into this car and then just destroy it someday. Yeah. yeah. Like if it rips the subframe down, that's game over. Like it's done. Right. So, so what car was that? The Mark III. It the was the Mark III. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was paranoid about that. So, no, it wasn't happening. Do you guys have T6s and T7 vans oh, yeah. over there? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yes. A nice. friend of ours is just... I love those. We want, I want one so bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm super into There's one. a really big scene for transporters at home. Oh, yeah. yeah. People, like, convert you, them into campers and stuff. Right. And, yeah. The, the transporter club used to come to Dubshed in force. And they were... It was brilliant because they just... 
like looked after themselves like we do all the outdoor parking and stuff and we're like directing people and stuff and they right. would just all roll up all in a group all together and they, they arrive would, together I just go over Perfect. there right. and they would just sort it out they would just park in a line perfectly right. it's great I love those guys yeah that's yeah. awesome you guys are gonna with your show coming up you guys are gonna find the pain of this oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely you're yeah. saying about the newer transporters a friend of ours Ray he's in down in southern Ireland he has a I'm not sure what the number of it is, but it's the brand new. It's like a 2021 okay. transporter. Oh, wow. Uh, it's got twin electric sliding doors, electric tailgates. Um, it's a bi-turbo TDI. Oh, wow. Um, he bagged cool. it with like less than a 1,000 miles oh my on God. it. That's um, sick. Yeah. 21s, like custom 21s, that thing. And he, he drove. So we when we went to CleanFest in Scotland, Lee had the Jetta. We had pretty much everything from like, an, we had an 80s car, a 90s car, uh, 2000s car 2010s and then this brand new transporter as well yeah. so it's funny seeing like the transporter rolling with the Jetta because right. you could put the Jetta into the back of the transporter <laughs> right yeah, yeah. but the, those transporter guys there is a big scene as Lee says and they pump serious money into it I'm, I'm money into too. that yeah. I, like as far as newer cars go because I don't know if you guys have noticed but the newer cars here like in America it's very kind of select it's just like you got your newer Jettas, you got your newer GTIs, there's the Golf R's. There's not much else when we're talking the new stuff. That's yeah, why I cool think, factors. That's why yeah. I think we like kind of get a little bored of some of the new stuff because it's like Volkswagen, the stuff that's come over has really kind of narrowed down to like what yeah. we have. Yeah. Maybe five or six. And models. it's all the SUVs yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's, yeah, they may have three or four SUVs, but, you know, we're talking like the cool, fun cars. Right. We we don't get as many modern well not say modern we don't get as many brand new cars as you guys do at shows okay. so you do get the odd like last year there was a brand new GTI kicking around with their and rotor forms on it but like outside of our our car our hotel car park last night there was like three brand new GTIs you know? right right but again maybe a bigger catchment area you're getting sure. more of that kind of thing yeah, yeah. but we um, have a lot more models. Yeah. Included in the VAG group because you guys don't so have much Seat fun. and Skoda, yeah. and no. you probably don't have as many Audis as we have. Yeah. Right, yeah. So Older we F3s have all of that right. kind of range, which is cool. Now, do you actually have a lot of the diesel vehicles still over there, even after Dieselgate? Everything is diesel. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Diesel like, in Ireland is a religion. Diesel. Like, yeah, it's like, like I get sick of them. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you're not a big diesel fan, but no. like there are like a few ones that you do. Actually, oh yeah, yeah. Like ninety nine percent of cars on the road in Northern Ireland are diesels. That's crazy. Yeah, where it's um, like opposite here. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they all like when you guys got diesel getting it on the buybacks, they brought our cars in and done like a like put like a flash a new map onto it. Yeah. Right. So that took like a they did that and something to do with the EGR valve. Yeah. Uh, and then I think whatever it did was harder on the EGR valve, so it had to give warranty and stuff on it. Right. Oh, but they, yeah. we didn't get the buybacks that you guys got because I know right. guys over here that bought like. Jet of sport wagons. That's what he. Yeah, and like sold it. Uh, well, it got back two years later. All money, yeah. And we we had a free car for two yeah. years. How could you yeah. be bad at that? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I miss it, but it was my wife's car, and she's like, "We have to." Uh, yeah, it, right. we do. You know. Yeah. Right. So a lot of our like a lot of the show cars we get will be diesel as well. Yeah. Um, you do get the older stuff with like VR6s, uh, ABFs, you know, right. sixteen valve stuff. But yeah. uh, that's kind of older. But your average, like, if you see a modern. Show cars, such or something in the show, it's going to be a TDI. Wow, it's not all of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of diesel. What's what stands out to you guys when you come over here? That's like you're like, wow, that shit would never fly over there. Or, or what's what's something that stands out that's just? It's the sound of the cars. Okay. Oh yeah. It's just the V8s and the 
everything's petrol and oh yeah even the, even the trucks and just everything we just sit like in the hotel and just listen to the cars going past on the highway because right. it's like and they you, all you get excited with all the trucks and stuff yeah. right oh, yeah. so you're gonna bring like a three six atlas back with you yes yes please <laughs> yeah like even the three six the only thing we really got that in was uh uh, they are 36 Passat. Right. Okay. Like, they're pretty rare. No one's parting those out for an engine for my Mark III. You know, right. where you guys right. have those, you can go and pull them in a junkyard yeah. quite easily. Yeah. 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 Um, like, John Hanna there arrived down. He's yes. a 3.6 uh, Mark III variant. Yeah. Did you, say, you guys see what he arrived in, in the RV? No. He arrived in a 40-foot RV with a 40-foot trailer with his his old oh uh, shit I Mark, didn't see that his old Mark II and then the variant on it oh wow the whole thing's 80 foot long you would not get that Jesus Christ well, yeah. yeah yeah it's just not happening yeah yeah, yeah it was just crazy you can have a motorhome here and you're perfectly fine to drive that but like you know for like a truck you need like a CDL license oh, yeah. yeah it's the same kind of weight and size right yeah. but yeah it's, it's fine like you could put like a 7 year old guy in it and drive it yep <laughs> you can fall asleep at the wheel right <laughs> yeah yeah what do you are you guys um, it's, well, we talked about this a little bit last night but you guys don't even see like these big trucks that are no. running around, and, and you said maybe there's a couple, but you can't really do anything with it, right? There's I mean, a, bridge commercials have a dual wheel ram. Yeah. You see it sometimes. Um, is that like a baller? Is that like a is that like a baller thing to do over there, or not even? Like, if so, can someone get something that's just like some big monster or something that's just super loud and then like kind of show off is that even a thing there's a few guys that do it but you don't see them very often yeah. there's another guy we had on the podcast uh, Gaddis Redmond he has an old GMC truck from the 50s I want to say right. and he put like a 24 valve Cummins into yeah. it and a friend of his has a Julie Ram as well um, but no they're not like you but know you, c- you couldn't drive them anywhere you that's yeah. the problem the parking spaces wouldn't be big enough you know most of the roads aren't wide enough to right. drive those there was like an O2 F350 come up for sale with the eight foot bed on it. Yeah, and it was like real. It was like when I say really cheap. It was like ten grand. Right. Yeah. But I was looking, going, I I could be a dickhead and buy that. That would be good. Yeah. We're gonna and go with it. We kind of looked at it and we're like, that won't come in through our driveway. The pillars at our driveway just wouldn't <laughs> get yeah, in. Yeah, we would have had to take the gateposts out, which we would have done. <laughs> to fit it so I, I messaged Corey Sterling. I was like, what are these things like? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, they're okay. They'll you know they'll not give you much bother kind of thing. Yeah. And then he said. What prices? I told him he was like, "There's something wrong with that. That's like seven grand cheaper than it is here. So yeah. how did it get there and be cheaper?" So right. I, it kind of spooked me a wee bit. I was sure. like, "Yeah, something up with this thing." So I didn't bother. Right. But like, I don't know where it ever went because it was only maybe forty miles from where we live. Okay. I've never seen it since. Right. But England, you would get more of that. England has more because you had a lot of like the air bases there from the war. With it. Oh, so right. a lot of American cars left over, and then guys get into that, and they would bring more stuff over, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Where it's not really a big market. There is for a it. bit of an American scene in Northern Ireland because it's not. They don't really come to our shows. You see them at some of the classic shows and stuff. Right. There are a few old Chargers and things and done up like the General Lee and stuff. You know, yeah. like that kind of thing. Right. But it would be a rarity to see them. I always wonder too because you see stuff, and because it's totally different to us, we're like, oh, that's cool. Of course, but if you guys come over and see it, be like, what the fuck's that doing here? You know, yeah. it's a shit or it's tacky. <laughs> yeah, or and either it, it works both ways. Probably, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Because we, we'll just like kill each other for like certain parts that you guys are probably just like, I don't know. Yeah, well, we're, we're the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any nice Mark Three bits? Like I was saying that your guys meet yesterday. There was that uh, yellow Mark One rolled in. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I love the side markers on it. And everybody just looked at me and was like, yeah, we we put those in the trash. Yeah, like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny, man? Yeah. We want to shave everything off, you know, have it clean. 
at least you guys can do that for free. Yeah, yeah, we can buy the bits and then put them on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're so funny. Like, but it's so typical. It's always you want what you don't have. Of yeah, course. Yeah. So that's why, like Jamie and those guys are doing those swap things are doing good business because yeah. you guys want the Euro stuff, we want the American stuff. So. Right. They facilitate it. <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy for us, like to ship stuff overseas, it's like this stupid money. It's ridiculous. But like to get stuff shipped over from like Europe to here. For them on their side, depending on what country it is, it's very cheap. It's 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 very relatively cheap. It's getting worse. Is it? So it is getting more expensive. We, we would have sent stuff for like that box beside you with the yeah. chocolate. We would have sent that at Christmas for people. Yeah. And from between last year and this year, that has doubled. Oh wow! For like less than a shoebox. I yeah. remember like being on eBay. This is quite back. Oh Jesus, ten plus years ago now. But I got a Euro bumper for my Corrado shipped uh-huh. over. It was like, I don't know, 100 bucks. It was like something cheap. It yeah. was like, you know, this is a full bumper with like the metal rebar, everything. And it just, yeah, I'll, I'll box it up for you. Cool. You know, it's like no big deal. Here, you make an act of God like $1,000 later. Just yeah. the opposite way, yeah. you know? No, it, yeah. it is difficult. What do you guys think of like people selling parts like that? As in like, you know, obviously everybody wants to make a turn and they'll try and like make a sure. better profit. Yeah. Like the extortion of prices. There's a lot of like Instagram pages popped up and for stuff that's maybe like, 40 bucks are looking maybe like $200 oh, yeah. I think when it's I, I think it it kind of like goes there's a fine line between the people that are just saying okay this is quote unquote rare and screw you guys this $80 part is now 450 yeah but right. I think there's also the guys where you can clearly tell they have maybe a, a decent hoard of parts and they put it up for something that's reasonable where the, yeah they're making their money too you know what I mean it's not out of control I think you can kind of see like who, who's who you yeah. know what I mean yeah it's so, uh, for and me. Shit is harder. It's getting harder and harder to find. It's more difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out of Eastern Europe back home. Um, there's a lot of it was like Instagram pages they got, and right. it's obviously guys in Russia, right? Um, like in Croatia, Mark ones in Croatia, Croatia are still yes. like, on the road every yeah. day, yeah. right? Because um, I looked at getting one. I was I was working in England for a few months, and there was a girl over there from Croatia, and she said to me, she was like, "We drive those every day," and I was like, "Could I get one of them?" Home? Right. When yeah. I looked into it, it was quite difficult to get it out of the country if you're not a resident. So I was like, yeah, "I'll just I, leave I, that." I think in a way, like when a lot of these things are popping up online, I think it's it's helping a lot too, though. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just wouldn't know. You well, know what I mean? So, like, now there's so many. You look through your feed, and I have so many parts. Uh, that pop up. That, yeah, that are popping up every day. Yeah. Rare parts that you wouldn't even be able to put your eyes on. Yeah, so. yeah. before you have to go on Vortex or try to get lucky on eBay or something like that. Just, right. you know, find something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm old school. I think I miss the forums and stuff like that. Oh, so do we. Vortex. That's all yeah. you talk about. It's, yeah, we're the same. Love that shit. We're just old. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you know what we did when we were when we were in the airport? The first thing we did, we sat down. Now the airport has, like, every seat has these little fucking iPads, yeah, right? tablets. Shit, yeah. So there's just crazy. tablets everywhere. So we just sat down, and the first thing I did was go on Vortex. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> just seeing what was, what was on, what was happening, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, that never goes away. I would dip in and out of Vortex still. I think there's a few guys still trying to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of like build threads, so I yes. give a really detailed build thread of all my cars. Yes, uh, like right down to like everything I do that night. I'll I'll post it. It's awesome. Yeah. I've always been big into like it sounds a big headed, but like trying to give back. So if I'm doing something and someone wants to see how to do it, well, I'll show you. You know, yeah, yeah. Because I've learned from other build threads, so I try and do it as detailed yeah. as I can. Plus, it means I can look back and go, how did I do that? Or what did I do here? Or you right. know, try and work you with it. You use it as like your service record. I do as yeah. well, yeah. So if <laughs> I service good, yeah. a car, I just pop that into it too. Yeah, that's cool. It means if you ever do sell something, there's a record oh, of it. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's that's huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What is your uh, Vortex screen name? Uh, I think it's Loeb. Okay. That's Sebastian Loeb, the rally driver. Oh, okay. Uh, it's either Loeb or McCann. Yeah. I kind of went through a few different ones. 
Did you get banned? No, never. Oh, okay. nah, I didn't. Really, I didn't post very much. I yeah. more lurked. Yeah. But I posted a lot on like local forums kind of thing, and right. then I was even. I said to you guys last night, like I had no interest in coming to the states ten years ago until Lee did to do our exams. Right. But I always had an interest in what was happening over here with the cars. So I was there was that, and there was a I think it was a Dubbers Inc forum back in the day. Okay. I think it was on it, um, and just kind of like looking at what people are doing. Right. Yeah, because I would do that with other scenes. I think like hot rod scenes, oh, yeah. the Honda scene. I yeah. like look and go, well, what are you doing with your bay there? I'll try and incorporate that. And right. Just try and bring something different. Yeah. yeah. I think if you look at the same thing all the time, you kind of get stuck in this kind of rut. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's why it's cool coming to something like this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we got to get, gotta get over. Yeah, it we got to get over to Europe too. You know. Oh, what absolutely, I mean? we have to. I want to go to Titanic Dubs. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah come, it's some more laid back show. We can actually hang out with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah because right. otherwise, if you came to the dump shed, we wouldn't see you. <laughs> yeah, but hey guys, how's it going? I'll see you later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I can drink see beer. See me Titanic storming yeah. past with a clipboard in my hand, looking angry. That'll be about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There's something to be said about that. Sometimes, like you, you put if you put on the right show, it's almost not the right show, but certain kinds of shows where it just it begs to be, um, you know, just the, the relaxation of it all. You know, you could just yeah. go and. Everybody's chilling. Even the people that are putting on shows, sometimes yeah. they're just hanging out and stuff. Castle Wellen used to be like that for us now. It's Euro Treffin. And it was pretty chill this year, too, even though it was a new show and it, there should have been a bit more to do. And no, right. it was fine. And Titanic Dubs, we've done it so much now. And it's literally, there's no pre registration. There's no judge. Well, we do judge a little bit, but right. there's nothing. It's just turn up and park and hang out. It, right. It's fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the guys are very conscious of like people. Like helping out at the shows and things like that, and you you do get disillusioned when it's constantly like. So. Try to stop some of that. Yeah, the storm going on right now. No, it's it's a little wind. All right, we're good. Uh, It's constantly like you know, it's hard on the people trying to like corral people and deal with queues and crowd barriers and that kind of thing. So like they try and run another show that's a bit more laid back, and that's as Lee says, Euro traffic for us is we can turn up, park up the cars, and once that's done, you just chill out, and it's a nice, it's a it's a bit like it's an open field. And you just chill and eat food and talk to people you haven't seen in a while. It's awesome. Right. Which is hard to beat. That's the kind of show I like. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for the most part, that's what, that's what we gravitate towards. Those are the kind of shows that we want to you know, experience and hang out at. It's like a cool classic for us. That's like one of those shows that are laid back and kind of just hang out. Yeah. See people, you know. Yeah. So, Well, guys, uh, we want to thank you guys for coming on. We will give you a copy of this. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. You very thank much. You <laughs> yeah. And this then you guys great. can post that as well. Um, so if their audience is hearing us, you know, what's up? Yeah, what's and up thanks for listening. This yeah. is the People's Car Podcast. Obviously, everyone that's listening on our side, go check out Reload. Yes, um, definitely. And uh, I feel like we've met some new friends, you know what I mean? So yes. ev- ev- every time you guys come over, let us know. If you guys are ever going up to Stewart. You can certainly stay at our place or whatever. Same with you guys. Yeah. 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 Always open. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank you very it. Much Thank for having you. us. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. Yeah. So thanks very much to Danny and Ryan from the People's Car Podcast for having us on. Yeah. It was good crack. It was Even good if fun. I did get sunburnt. Yeah. So the setup we had in their stall, we recorded with them first thing in the morning, and the sun was on our backs. And to be fair to them, they did everything to try and block the sun, but Lee and I were like just toasting away there's a picture like, of me floating around somewhere with like my hat turned sideways to try and <laughs> like one of the cool keep kids. it off my neck <laughs> yeah so yeah it was good sitting down we've been chatting to those guys for quite a bit like we had with yourselves online and hadn't met before and we finally got to 
put a, a proper face to the name as opposed to just an Instagram picture. Yeah, of course. Which is nice, yeah. I, I've had the unfair advantage of knowing your voices, so it's, oh yeah, you know, not as uncomfortable. Not not uncomfortable. It's not as 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 uh, odd because I, I still know your voice, so it's it's like I've you ride along with me to work every day. You know, <laughs> I wish I wish the least part of me, some part of me is in America. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. So those guys use Turo we were talking about today, um, which we couldn't really use. And I don't think they mentioned this in the actual interview, but I'm not sure. No. For some reason, it smelled ridiculously of weed, like <laughs> the strongest smell of weed I've ever smelled. And those guys were like, "Why does it smell like this? Because it's not us." <laughs> A 2022 Taiwan should not smell that much of weed, <laughs> unless you've left it in it. I suppose. Uh, yep. So no, your trip was good. It was it was good fun. Um, guys, thanks very much for accommodating us. No, thanks for having us. Being on. our friends after stalking you guys for ten years, I will add, um, with all your cool cars, <laughs> and also thank you very much for this old fashioned, which is absolutely tip top. I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad I got impressed. Yes, very impressed with that. You just made us all feel really old. So oh yes. On that note, <laughs> yes. Too late. Um, the next episode you'll hear us on. We'll be back with Nigel be good for a bit of normality yes um we'll have we a few interviews in from Eurotripper. more detail about Eurotripper. yep we'll recap with that and we have paul barney and raf on as well which yep. should be good fun as always you can find us on social media at reload podcast i personally am at connor mccann i'm at maxwell house 46 what are you guys at uh at ian k and then at leah jkk there we go i'm glad you remember that because i didn't remember many jazz was in the middle of it <laughs> And we'll see you guys again, folks. Thanks very much. Cheers. Bye. Toodaloo. Mm-hmm.